Have you ever wondered about the magic behind stunning video landscapes, fantastical video game environments, and captivating characters in animation? The answer lies in the boundless creativity of concept artists. Unlock the secrets of the unsung heroes behind your favorite games, movies, and animation. Join us now in episode 2326 when your hosts, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will answer the intriguing question, what does a concept artist do on the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast? Hello, and welcome to the CG Insider Podcast. If you're a returning fan, it's great to see you again. And if you're new to our podcast, it's great to have you here. In today's episode of the CG Insider Podcast, my brother Bill and I will be providing another answer to a great question submitted to our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com, um, this time by Brad B. from Irvine, California. And Brad asks, what does a concept artist do? I'm Sean Johnston, a professional CG artist and animator in the video games industry with over 28 years of experience, and today I'm currently a full-time principal animator. And my name is Bill Johnston, I'm Sean's brother, and I'm also a veteran in the gaming world, and I specialize in 3D animation and digital VFX. For a couple decades now, and we are both grateful to be your hosts for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And by the end of our discussion today, you'll not only uh, hopefully understand what the co- a concept artist is, but you know why they're so critical in the film and video games arenas, as well as uh, other places. Uh, also, make sure you stay to the end, where we'll be showing uh, some of our favorite artists' work uh, in the concept area. And we really appreciate your question, Brad. Thanks for submitting that. So, uh, what is a concept artist, Sean? Um... Well, a concept artist is a a professional specializing in creating uh, visual representations of ideas, uh, designs, and concepts for various industries. Not just just the video games and film, but uh, also, gosh, uh, architectural and... Uh, marketing and, and so they're they're really instrumental in the early stages of of a project and and they basically help establish the visual direction and aesthetics and it's concept art is basically one of the main pillars in the digital art world and it serves as a foundational stage in uh, various media industries and projects. Yes, and concept artists are are extremely important uh, because they they actually they're the they're what brings people's ideas. Uh, to life. I mean, it's uh, people have these visions of you know in our mind's eye of what things should look like and and what we what we want them to to uh, appear as, and and sometimes we don't. And a concept artist brings those you know from the the ether, if you will, the creative ether into something tangible that people can look at and and use you know as a reference and kind of ground. It basically sets the style and sets sets everything for a project for for. For practical purposes, I mean, they they you know what they create is is the basis for you know VFX teams and designers and modelers and uh, you know um, production facilities you know before they even get rolling on something they they have to know what they're they're doing and you know if you're just telling somebody hey I, this is what I want you know verbally a lot of stuff gets lost in translation or just doesn't get across because you know what one person hears is not what the other person said, you know, that, that happens a lot of the time. And so the, the, the real value of a concept artist, uh, and we've worked with tons of concept artists over the years, and uh, they, they really set the stage for, for the rest of what comes after. I mean, that, that, they're, they're, that, that's how critical a concept artist is. Yes, and their responsibilities are encompass all visual aspects of uh, either a video game or an animated film or even film in general. Um, from weapons to vehicles to clothing, you know, buildings, interiors, exteriors, 
even the the minutest details of of the characters and um, and to excel in that field, the concept artist uh, needs to uh, uh, build a robust visual library, and so they're they're constantly looking at uh, different uh, to get new ideas. So they have a repository basically of ideas and materials and shapes and textures. Um, I even I think we even have a we do we have a really good uh, a Pinterest uh, that you can see a lot of concept um, for various things that we've got robots and uh, you know zombies and. Um, just creatures in general. There's a, there's a lot there if you want to check out our Pinterest uh, that we've got, the CG Bros Pinterest board. But yeah, I mean, the, I agree. Uh, it's it, They're really instrumental, in, in uh, especially in the early stages of, of a project and helping uh, to establish that visual direction and the aesthetics, uh, regardless of whether it's a video game or film. Yes, and they... they they determine the style you know uh, they're they're basically uh, the designer uh, in any many in many ways and they, they you know, they're visualizing everything um that, that's going into a project and what's really so you know some people actually call them illustrators i think that's kind of an older term but uh but so if you hear illustrators that that might be you know basically the same type of thing as a concept artist and you know that they need to know how to how to design things they need to to know how to create design that blends well with specific parts of a project you know, and, and make them blend together so that uh, everything kind of has a coherent look. And, you know, I, working in, in VFX especially, it's it's so great to have concept art because, you you know, you don't know what to make. Uh, you know, you, you don't know what how, what the scale of things are. You don't know, you know, the, 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 the tone or the color or, or anything. Um, and so it's, it's especially critical, at least for, for, you know, especially, I should say, for VFX artists like myself that... That uh, you know are looking to create some pretty stunning visuals, and and you know having having con- great concept art is is you know is the starting point for all of that. And so uh, concept artists have to be able to to bring all all those kinds of ideas to life, to visualize that, and and you know be able to listen to the director because basically he's 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 going off with this you know there's there's the script of course, but then the art director comes in and says well you know they actually direct the art of things, and so you know being able to add you know. Uh, Create things in, in whatever style is is, is required. Uh, I mean, it, uh, concept artists have to be extremely skilled. It's not just you know they have to be developed. It's not something you're just born with. Well, some people probably are, but you know, being able to transcend the different styles and and come up with unique uh, designs um, that that say in the director's skull, uh, trying to pull that stuff out and get it onto a piece of paper so your whole team can see it is is is, is really important. Yes, and you, you know, you mentioned illustrator. And uh, that that term, but I guess the the concept artist in general, that term, uh, is uh, believed to have emerged during the uh, development of uh, the characters for Walt Disney's uh, first feature length animated film, Snow White in the Seven Dwarfs in the 1930s. Um, I believe it was during this time that a new profession known as concept artists began to take shape. Um, so, uh, within that media industry in general, and so, um, but I, I agree, it's. Uh, you do have to have a lot as an artist, uh, concept artist, uh, a lot of fundamentals. You have to, you know, uh, a lot of um, life drawing, um, a lot of thumbnail sketching. It's just, uh, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of hours uh, of, of sketching and drawing from reference in real life. Uh, there's, it's a lot of training. You're right. It, that's the thing. You just, uh, you just, you, you can be born with it. Yeah, you can have a, you know, inclination towards that and, and be very good at drawing, but it takes a lot more than that um, to become a really, really good one, especially in the in the video games and film industry. What's interesting too is is a lot of the the um, concept artists out there today have both um, 
at least some of the, the, the professional ones that you've seen that have worked on both fil- video game and film, which is kind of interesting to me. I know very, very beginning, um, some, some started in video games and then moved into films. And uh, I, I, th- I think that's super, super interesting because a lot of animators that I've worked with have actually moved into film as well. Uh, you probably know uh, people have gone back and forth, and now it seems to be a lot of people have gone back into video games because it seems to be a little bit more stable, but then that's not necessarily true anymore. So it's really, really competitive. But yeah, there's, it, it's, um, you know, it's the concept artists in storytelling, uh, it, it, they're storytellers too. So they're, they're working with the art director in general um, uh, for films and wanting to get the director's um, idea on paper. And then the people that are modeling, uh, those things, uh, the models in 3D, uh, need to see those concepts because they're going to be making up stuff that may not uh, fit with exactly what the director's thinking. So the first stage, obviously, is that is the concept artist. Yes, and uh, some people think that storyboarding and concept art is the same. There, there is actually a distinction there. And, and while you know you're talking about crossover earlier, uh, concept artists do do storyboards, and storyboard artists do do some concept work. But they they are two distinctly separate, uh, you know, ways of working. And uh, uh, as far as you know, a storyboard artist is basically a concept artist who who's responsible for doing, say, like uh, uh, all these you know hundreds and thousands of panels that go into actually you know uh, laying out how the how, you know the camera's going to you know what vantage point the cameras are looking at, what the action that's taking place uh, you know based on the script, and uh, whereas uh, the concept mm-hmm. artist basically just you know is, is setting the style for the for for the rest of of, of what comes after. Yes, and, uh, and like you said, I mean, there's, they're basically um, providing that, that, that character detail. They're capturing key traits and moments that uh, can contribute to that overall narrative that they're trying to portray in either a video game or, or a film. Um, and uh, like I said, they're basically the, they're, they're providing a visual blueprint, uh, if, you, if you may, uh, for that whole production team. So there's, there's a lot to that. And so... To, to, what do you need to new, what do you need to create uh, concept art? Basically, you know, what I was saying earlier is you kind of have to have, I and mean, you have to have a, a comprehensive understanding of human and, and animal anatomy. So, and by doing that, that enables the artist to animate, um, you know, believable uh, body proportions and mechanics, a uh, little knowledge of physics uh, that can be applied to, um, you know, the uh, between anatomy and the character movement. So a lot of that, you'll be doing a lot of, of, of that kind of work. Um, you know, basically, even if you're doing uh, tools and weapons and vehicles and aircrafts, you kind of have to under- understand, you know, how the fabrication of that and how it actually works um, to to design things. You can't just throw it together almost like a transformer where, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors and you're going, oh, well, those things don't really fold into itself. Uh, so you kind of have to have an understanding of how that whole thing works by looking at real life. Uh, I know that a lot of the weapons that some of the games I've worked on, you'll have a concept artist do a weapon, for example, and and say, okay, well, here you go, animate this. And for me, I'm saying, okay, well, what is what do these parts work? How does it how does it open up? How does it, how does this work? Um, how does it function? And so you kind of have to understand that when you're when you're doing these concepts, you just can't just throw something out there and then ask somebody to to animate it. Uh, I've actually had a concept artist do that with a creature. And he didn't really understand that 
Um, the limitations of, of at, the, at this time was probably in the early 2001 when I was using 3D Studio Max to animate. Um, um, it was an RTS I was working on, but the the character, I had to animate it and he had the front legs longer than the, sh the back legs and it, it was really awkward and they were, they were super long and they didn't have basically a, uh, a forearm. It was just all bicep all the way down, the, the upper arm all the way down and then a hand. And I'm saying, you do know this is almost going to look like a, uh, like, yeah, a very stiff animated character. And uh, he didn't understand the ideas about how animation works. So you kind of have to under have an understanding as a concept artist too. How's this going to be animated? And kind of work with the animator as well, don't you think? Yes, I do. I think you know they basically act as bridges between the different departments, between animation and VFX, and 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 uh, you know uh, other production uh, areas. And and it's primarily, you know, they they they. I can't pull up my images now for some reason, but you know they they design environments. You know they 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 used to be uh, you know. Um, a lot of concept art is act, was is, is actually used uh, in film as backplates, you know, as background, um, you know, background images plates. for mm -hmm. exactly, uh, and that's a, that was a lot of the work in the initial days. Um, I wish I could I could share some of these images; they're really great. But um, you know, they 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 do environment and set design. They design the characters, and, and like you said, John, creatures. I mean, that's a huge thing. They have to be able to take extra abstract. Uh, ideas uh, such as you know creature designs, and, and and kind of bring them you know tangibly uh, and and in a way that you know you can animate them or or you know a way that you can and that, that that's also a, a crossover between the, you know the rigging team. Sometimes you get these character designs that from concept artists, and you go, how the heck is that thing going to move? Right. You know, and so uh, it, it's it's a kind of a you know, you handshake around, and it, it's it's kind of a collaborative, you know, effort because the, the concept artist will will come up with something, and then the director will say, "Oh well, no, that's not really what I meant." And so, right. Uh, right. I mean, everybody getting onto the same page, especially if you're you know trying to, you know, from a from a coherent standpoint of just consistency throughout your project, you know, if you've got that concept art, it just ma it makes sure that everything doesn't look disjointed, and the whole thing looks. Looks like it's supposed to go together, you know, especially when you're doing creature and character designs. Yes, and specifically for video games, uh, you know, the roles that they play, uh, visual development. There's, they're going to be working obviously closely with the designers, the game designers, and the art directors, like I said, and, and de develop that visual style and overlook of the, uh, overall look of the game. Um, and so they're going to be uh, not only doing pick characters, but they're going to be doing environments and other key moments uh, to establish that uh, visual tone. Um, you, like you mentioned, character design, they're responsible for designing and illustrating those characters and not, you know, including their appearance, their clothing, accessories, uh, and their personality. And so there's, there's, uh, they have to consider a lot of factors, um, you know, the setting, the narrative, um, the gameplay mechanics, uh, like you mentioned, you know, and I did, uh, animation. And so basically ensure those characters are appealing and, and aligning with that project's vision and, uh, environmental design. So a lot of that's going to be doing, including landscapes, buildings, uh, interiors, exteriors, props, um, and establishing that uh, atmosphere and mood for for those uh, visual storytelling uh, things within the environment uh, to help keep that uh, immersive gameplay that people are going to be uh, enjoying while they're playing these games. And especially, you know, the, the objectives of the games, uh, POIs, things like that, um, points of interest. So those are those are the things, as well as props and vehicles, and so there's a lot that goes into that. Um, 
And, and, and like I said before, the, the designs have to be functional and as well as aesthetically pleasing. So, and, um, and be, like you said, um, coherent or, uh, you know, work along with the overall visual style. So a lot of the, a lot of the concept artists that I know, they do a lot of research on, uh, you know, how things are working, the process, um, you know, they've, they've got like these mood boards they put together and that helps, uh, shape the ideas for those concepts. And, um, so there's a lot, lot to that, um, you know, composition, layout, all those things, color, palette and the lighting. Um, so there's a lot of those things that go into, uh, creating the concepts to go in. It's, it's a pretty elaborate process, but some of the guys I work with are so fast. It's just, it's, uh, wow, it's just amazing. Yes, once you do a, a few thousand of those, you know, you can bang them out in pretty pretty record time. And they're very impressive. I mean, my favorite parts, I think, about concept art is specifically uh, vehicles and weapons. And, and, and it, as far as character art goes, the, I love different, I like the armor concepts and, and weapon concepts. You know, uh, I mean, in Call of Duty, I mean, and any game, you know, Destiny and, and, and all the games out there, really. I mean, Overwatch. Part, part of the part of the fun is is see, is seeing all the cool weapon designs that they come out with. That that's part of my my that's one of my favorite areas of concept is, is the weapons and armor. I think, and and uh, vehicles, you know, uh, you know, spaceships and and special tanks that you know, just just cool things uh, like that. Yes, I agree. So some of the early art, just so some of the people that I've that I've um, seen early on uh, were Sid Mead. In fact, I was working on a. This is actually Mobius, um, but Mobius. I always like Mobius. Do you remember um, seeing um, Heavy Metal magazine, Bill? When we when we were younger, looking going to the comic store and looking at um, Heavy Metal, I remember seeing Mobius stuff all the time. I just thought it was just so intricate, the details. And then of course Sid Mead uh, doing his Blade Runner. He's he was um, a concept guy for the car industry, and uh, he did so many really amazing sci-fi. Uh, drawings and of course inspiration for me growing up obviously was H.R. Uh, Giger uh, his his stuff for Alien was just uh, something I had never seen before it was just so original um, and I know that he borrowed from another artist back in I don't know the 1800s or something like that uh, uh, that also did that and he's probably from Europe somewhere but uh, just just uh, kind of kind of gruesome and kind of shocking you know a lot of the Alien stuff that that he put together I know there's a lot of sexual stuff involved with that too. Um, it was just kind of bizarre, <laughs> so mechanical and, and some anatomy things going in and out of uh, you know, just kind of uh, odd. But anyway, you, you know, melding with machines. I always thought it was very um, nightmarish uh, when I would see his stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I agree. And you know, how, how how do you want to break? If you want to break into you know the, let's say you want to get into movies, what what do you need to know? Uh, in order to become to break into um, you know as a concept artist in the movie industry, a lot of that is. I, in fact, I read an article by Finian McManus, a really awesome concept artist, artist and uh, actually founder of Terraform Studios, and he basically has an article about how you do that. And um, you know, you have to show your ability to adapt to storylines. So any concept working in movies is designed for the story, regardless of their level of experience. So. Um, you know, every every movie, obviously, we always talk about it, story, story, story. So um, it, that must be communicated clearly and whether uh, through the design or defined by a keyframe, your movie-oriented um, portfolio must show that ability. So I'm just going to go ahead and read a couple design-grounded concepts, uh, get a clear read, 
You know, express, expressing that idea clearly is the most important uh, in, as communicating the narrative. So a lot of aspire, aspiring concept artists uh, sacrifice clarity by over-designing an image. So he says, make it clear. Um, guide the eye with arrows, which I thought was really interesting, is it's important to guide the eye through your composition uh, for your concept and planning the focal points. Basically kind of draw your eye into that, that image uh, that you're composing. So uh, think of it. He says a simple way to manage that is just basically breaking down each element into arrows and and, um, and then using those brush strokes to um, texture and add as a line, kind of bringing everybody's focus into that the, the area where you want it in a subtle way. But uh, consider variations. Um, you know, uh, given a, you know when given a single idea, he says, uh, for example, an architectural structure visualized eight different possibilities, each of those based on some. Uh, the same cultural inspiration of materials um, and uh, specialize from the start. He, he recommends specializing from the start, um, but I can go on. There's, there's several in there and I'll, and I'll <laughs> actually talk about it later uh, where you can actually get this, this article he's uh, that he wrote really, really great article. Yes. Those are, those are great points. And I, I think that's, that's where concepts art main concept artists main strength and concept art as a, as an art form main strength is, is that, you know, it's they're not the last word. They, they influence and inspire creativity. Uh, you know, you 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 throw that out there, and that 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 brings you know, that that spurs so many so many unique ideas. And so once a concept artist throws something out there, that you you say, oh, you know, oh, that gives me this idea. What if what if we had this? What if we had that? I, I think that's probably where the, the the concept art's biggest you know influence is is, is with uh, inspiring uh, you know the creative juices of of the other artists around you. I mean that. When I see concept art, you know, we're starting a project and, and we get these concept art stuff up in the in the conference room. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it 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 really is inspiring. It, it carries the project. You know, we all go in there for our meetings and we, we're all checking out the concept art because nothing's really been created yet. And you, you can kind of you get a sense for the story and you get a sense for for, for what you know, what, the, the idea that's being trying to being being trying to uh, trying to be communicated. And, you know, and, and it's not just in movies. I think, you know, concept artists, you can you can, I mean, they need. Concept artists in advertising and marketing, and like you said, architecture and industrial design, where you're, you're you want you know you've got things that are functional, but you want them to to look aesthetically nice. You know, to, like like the, the the Apple computer. I don't know if you remember. You know, they they ha- used to have these just this interesting shape um, and, and colors and and uh, you know just form, if you will. And it, that just houses the electronics in there. I mean, if you can make the package uh, attractive, so. Industrial design is a great place for concept artists, and you know, aside from movies and, and gaming, um, and even publishing and illustrating um, is is. And we talked about briefly touched on fashion industry. I mean, when you're designing clothes and you're doing, you know, concept art for for clothing designers, um, they're they're basically concept artists in a way. Uh, so there's so many different areas that, that you can do concept art in. It's just, so it's not just movies and gaming, but those are two probably the more lucrative. Uh, areas, but you know, advertising and marketing is a huge place for concept art. Yes, and so there's a lot of techniques and tools, and and um, a lot of places you can deepen your understanding for concept art. Uh, and there's a lot of reference stuff out there. So ArtStation is really great. It's a popular online platform where artists can showcase all their work, and you can just go to ArtStation, just go, just get lost looking at all the amazing art. I mean, the, there's so many artists out there that are so massively talented that just it's just so inspirational to look at this stuff. Um, and a lot of times, I've also heard that, that concept artists say, "Hey, you know, if you're if you're if you're getting kind of stuck and you have a block or something," he says, 
you know, stop, stop looking at the online. Don't just stop looking at concept art altogether. Um, just start looking at um, like uh, real sculpture, you know, sculpture art that you go to a museum, look at art stuff, stuff that you're not normally looking at. And cause, cause you see so much digital stuff and it starts to blend together um, on, on, you know, online, but start looking at real life things and, and things that are, that are, uh, you know, manually you have to put together, like, like, like I said, sculptures and painting real painters that are actually doing it out in, in the, um, in the open, not online, not on, not a digital form, I should say. Um, and those things can just, just looking at real life stuff can give you that more inspiration back, you know, kind of get you back, get, you know, work through that block. Um, but there's also, you know, if you, you don't have that block, but there's a lot of stuff online, there's books, um, uh, I recommend the Skillful Huntsman. That's a that's a really really good book. Um, Color and Light and, and Guide to uh, for the Realistic Painter. Um, there's also um, art. You know, like I mentioned, Art Station. There's also Level Up. There's um, FZD School. And and in fact, one of the artists that I really really like. Um, just real quickly here, Bill. Um, I'm going to go through a couple of these that I just think are fantastic from the movie industry. Um, and I know you had some stuff that you wanted to show, but bummer. I'm, I'll just show some of the stuff that I like. Um, a lot of these are from um, uh, Ben Morrow, uh, who did on Elysium. He worked on a bunch of films. But one of the things that I just wanted to show, uh, you know, what are, the, what are the programs, real quick? What are the programs? Uh, most, most people are using Photoshop uh, as, as their concept art, you know, as concept artists. They're using, using that as professional. That's probably number one. Um, and a lot of them are using photo bashing. I don't know if you've heard of photo bashing, Bill, but yeah, a lot of the, the um, artists are using use that. So they're, you're, you're basically taking images from different things and you're kind of mushing them together in one, one uh, concept art. Uh, and so it's basically, that's a lot of the artists that I know and it helps up speed the, the process along. So um, a lot of that, a lot of artists I know use that. And so... Um, and it's not cheating. Um, a lot of people say it's photo bashing is cheating, but it's it's not. You have to have an understanding of artistic uh, principles uh, in order to create your final thing. So, uh, yeah, did you want I, to say I, anything I, about that? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say that that's that's how concept artists work. It, 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 you know, in my, every place I've worked is they take the, these references, they actually incorporate them, they cut and paste them into. I mean, it's they bash the concept art together. That's that's. That's how it how it works, and and we haven't talked about the the eight hundred pound grill in the room, which is how AI is affecting concept art, and you know with the programs like Mid Journey and Dolly and and Deep Art, and Google has something called Deep Dream. Um, they're just it's revolutionizing the concept art uh, area, and I wish we had more time in this podcast, but it will I think we'll have to save that for another podcast. But AI. Uh, it, it is has a way of creating concept art that inspires and can be a basis for a lot of things. So, so um, we don't have time to cover that now, but I just wanted to make sure that you know that, that's that's something that's really. I mean, that that's an evolving trend that anybody doing concept art needs to be aware of and and probably even utilize. Uh, if you know, there's some copyright issues, but if you're not using the if you're just using the concept, the the the, the AI generated art as you know. Uh, kind of you know style style examples for your con- own concept uh, that can be huge well we probably are we're over time shoot uh that was that was too short uh i wanted to talk i wanted to show a lot more um well we'd like to thank you for being part of our podcast today we really had a great time uh obviously it went too fast um answering brad's question what does a concept artist do uh, we hope you enjoyed our discussion 
Uh, you learned a little bit, uh, something new along the way. Uh, we, we believe it's important to learn something new every week. Keeps your brain going and keeps you excited and inspired. <laughs> if you did, do us a small favor and share it around with some of your friends uh, because word of mouth is the best kind of advertising. Hit that like button, subscribe, uh, and uh, because it helps YouTube's algorithm uh, find uh, people just like you who are interested in, in uh, CGI and VFX-related stuff and uh, that we talk about here on the CG Insider podcast. By the way, we do these podcasts just for you, so uh, if you've got a subject you'd like us to discuss, um, you can let us know uh, by shooting over to the website at cgbros.com. Go to the About Us tab and click the Ask Us Anything drop down, just like Brad did. Yes, and you know, Sean and I are always looking to improve these podcasts and make them more interesting and useful to you, so uh, we definitely need your input. You know, if you could leave us a comment, uh, no guarantees, uh, you know, there's a chance we'll read it in one of our future podcasts and uh, even mention you by name, and we bring you a new cutting-edge edition of the CG Insider right here every week, uh, where, of course, we discuss everything having to do with computer graphics, CGI animation, digital VFX, and other cool and interesting topics like uh, concept art and stuff like that. Um, if you haven't checked out the CG Bros YouTube channel yet, what are you waiting for? Uh, it's your front row seat for some amazing CGI short film entertainment uh, created by some of the most talented media producers out there today, as well as some VFX studios. So uh, you can find some great breakdowns and behind-the-scenes stuff as well. It's always interesting. Well, we can't wait to see you again uh, for next week's podcast, uh, where we'll be answering another great fan question. What is virtual production? Yes, that's, uh, is that the new normal? Yeah, I, that's, that's going to be a great one. <laughs> that's right. Well, that does it for today. We sure hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what does a concept artist do? Thanks for being with us. Did you enjoy the show? We'd love to hear from you. Click the Super Thanks button on YouTube to show your support. Your tip helps us obtain more high-quality content for you to enjoy. And leave a comment and thumbs up for a chance to be mentioned on a future podcast. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free. And ring the bell for instant notification when new episodes are posted. Share our videos with your friends on social media and follow us for all the latest news and projects. Want to listen to the audio-only version of the podcast? You can find us on all the major platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. And here's a free bonus. If you'd like even more insider information delivered right to your inbox, become a CG Insider by subscribing to our free CG Insider monthly newsletter. Go to our website, thecgbros.com, and sign up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure to join us for the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what is virtual production? We can't wait to see you there. This has been episode 2326 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Thanks again for watching. We'll catch you next time.